stress Nothing to confess The past is where it's left What did you expect? I would just lay down and die You could never steal my shine Because I rhymed divine You perpetrate the crime Concentrated slime For a scummy grind I'm getting shots off like a nine I'm bringing the heat You can't compete Don't stop your feet and cry Because I know you understand By trying to get the upper hand On your man I fucked up oh. What's going on? Can you see me? I could see your your words, but you I can, can hear you. That's the most important. I can hear you. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Uh, let me hit a plus. Do I hit a plus or no? What the fuck? I don't know. I never done this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blazed, dog. Hey, that's all right, though. That's all right, okay. though. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to. Oh shit! I just like eliminated everybody. Wait, oh, wait, wait. Why we we still here. <laughs> Why is my camera not active? <laughs> you know, you, hold you on. My camera somewhere. My girl taught me to hold on. Start video. Yeah, oh, there it hold is. On, there man. it is. You up in this? What up? Yes. What's good up in the hood? Uh, <laughs> y'all lounging today? Uh, we try it. You know. That's the last day of school, man. Pretty much. I picked up at 11.30 and I came home and played uh, Street Fighter 6. Yes, sir. Yeah, my That's what I'm talking about. Um, Dude, I hear the violin right now. My daughter, she's playing violin right now. Mm -hmm. You know, that they're done. They're like, summertime. Stay up all night. You know, free for all. I love love it. Yes. Precious time, man. Street for all, indeed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So thanks for thanks for having me. Thanks for inviting me. Um, this is cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess we can get started, man. I mean, you know, this is the what? show. Welcome to Hip Pod Heads. We appreciate you. Damn. MC Paradox. Call me Docs if you want. Call me Call me Bradley is my real name. We all know, but um. Shit, I've gone by many things, but Paradox is definitely um, a, a character, dog. No. Yes, yes, yes. No. And the whole the whole line with Paradox Frequency Manipulator. There's probably a story yeah. there. Well, yeah, it goes deep into the uh, deep into the subconscious, deep into the to the quantum, to the spiritual, if you will. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my man. Yeah, it goes deep to the vibration of the essence, bro, the core of everything, you know? And, yes, sir. Uh, self-mastery really is what it's about, bro. And it's about, um, yeah, man, it's about really, like, I just want to, like, open up. I just want to say, I just want to discuss shit in, in my music that maybe change the consciousness a little bit of what people are saying, what people are willing to, to discuss and talk about. You know what I mean? And push the envelope a little bit and just widen the, the scope of uh, possibilities of, uh, you know. Well, we're going to get into it. I really appreciate you, uh, Brad, just diving right in. You know, I am no sage. That's Novak right there. And we <laughs> no actually back. had, we had your buddy, um, Spiz, um, hey, on the pod. Yeah few episodes ago and i know you collaborated with him as well yeah new bones man that's out worldwide check that shit out spiz man spiz um i'm working right now with pablo on bass on um another track that's going to be on my gnosis music project um band which is another uh project that's like um a lot of uh live instrumentation you know it's a collaborative collective 
with me and my wife and my family. And right now this track is Pablo. He's back in Tokyo right after the Spism reunion. But he he just dropped bass for me on this track. I sent to him. He sent me the stems. I'm mixing that shit. I'm like, I'm oh, ready to do some box, you know, drop some and it's um it's cool because it's like really different it's acoustic like melodic um just up top like just happy good shit well, like my paradoxical like i'm on some serious shit that's you know that's a, that's my voice of like you know i'm the anti-hero here the, the, you know <laughs> you know i don't know man but i got a lot of shit to say as paradox and and i don't know how much time i'd love to say it but you know, I wanna, I wanna get, I wanna get shit out there. I just got started, but I'm, I'm hungry to keep going. Man. Yeah, I've been listening to Northbrook sessions, man. That's nice. That's real nice. I like Ooh. your, I like your flow on that, on that album. You know, to me, it was kind of like just coming into my voice again because I hadn't done anything in years. I had actually just came back to ill. Um, from Phoenix, man. Like, well, actually, I was traveling around. I was in Phoenix, man. Be 100% honest, got a testimony. I was homeless, bro. I was hurting. Um, I was involved in outreach and I was changing my life around, bro. I chose another path and I was like, and um, I, I got a job. I picked up a job traveling, doing showrooms. But I ended up back in Illinois, man, and through great people, angels, bro, you know, Give me a chance. And like uh, Samson, I like uh, to say he's a child or, or a, a young man, you know, he's 19, 20 now. Uh, we did uh, Northbrook sessions last year, you know. And uh, so it was accumulation of like a year of tracks we did together. Um, so it's cool because I hear the evolution in the tracks and I hear um, man, it, it's cool. It's just cool to have it out there that cats like you can even hear it and be like, you know, talking to me about it, dude, is like miraculous to me. Cause like literally um, I never saw it coming. Like I said, like, you know, a few years ago, I was, I was pretty just, I was pretty desolate, you know, but um, I, I'm blessed, man. And uh, yeah, to express that man and to get it out to the world, I just am great. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that you, you got the vibe on it, man. I found way beyond the skin uh, before no sage even uh, sent me the link. I found, I found it maybe about four months ago. I was, I was in the car late at night and it came on the rotation. I was listening to a radio station. I was listening to, um, I was looking at Eminem's radio station and that oh. song came on and I was sitting there like, what is this? And so, so I, I, I found it on Apple, uh, Apple Music and I played it again. So when uh, No Say sent me over the, the Northbridge Sessions album, I'm like, I heard this track before. And then I found a few, a few other tracks. I found uh, Way Beyond the Skin and I found, uh, I found Source, I, I found that Source Love track. That's real nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. And the House of the Rising Sun, man, that's got that, that Emperor-like beat, man. That flow on that House of the Rising Sun is pretty nice. You know, that's cool that you mentioned that because, like, the main vocals, Ben Sala, that features vocals on that mm -hmm. um, rendition of House of the Rising Sun. Mm -hmm. It's so cool how that came about because literally, like, 
I just layered it one instrument at a time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to mm-hmm. do a paradox vibe. And it kind of came out like lo-fi, almost mm-hmm. like, you know, like, uh, like I, we just made it noisy. And um, I went off on the guitar, the bass, some keys. Um, and I played the drums on the keyboard just live too, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, what's going to make this like a total original, like paradox track? How can I make this song's been done. Like it's been done. How do I make it like it all represent? So I wrote an original rap verse for the end and just spit it out. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, shit, <laughs> it is what it is. You know, I'm like, I feel it and everybody felt it. And I was like, all right, that, that definitely, it's a long track though, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, um, it was questionable adding it, but I thought it was worth it. You know, I don't know. I'm not going for like short little things. Some sometimes I am, but sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I just want to vibe for a minute. You know. All right. I love it. I love it too. I mean, you vibing out on that track. Right on. I'm glad you feel it. Yeah, I know it's an original version of it, um, but it's like that's just a, a groove of feel my representation. I'm just like, um, glad I could make it happen. And the way that Ben's killed that vocal, man, that vocal that like this man, you know, what, 20 years old, I think, you know, as well, just like Sam producing, um, the tracks on there for and with me, um, 19 years old on vocals is, is, you know, Ben's age, and I'm 45, so I just get back to ill, man. I haven't worked in music in years. I was homeless, man. I was struggling, and um, I, it was I'm just blessed, man. And this is out now, and like anything's possible in this world, bro. Like, and uh, I'm just trying to uh, spread the message and spread the love, man, and spread the vibes, dude. You know, source love, bro. We're all one, dude, and. Uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to feel, to feel it, man, to know it. And then I just try to put it in music and express my shit. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's dope, that's dope that Novak was up on you because he probably was on your music before I definitely was. I, I made, I was made aware of you obviously through Spism. And when I saw you at the library show, yo, man, I that was, was like, on, that was, that's that was, some different shit that's on that yes gnosis, you know that gnosis music project and really like that right that's the label is gnosis mm-hmm. and under that umbrella, oh, okay. gnosis records is like the whole collective well um i figured you know what i could go up there and i could do my i can mc or like i could go up there and we can do like we can change up the vibe completely and do some hype acoustic you know up upbeat um jams and uh, it was a, it seemed to be appreciated and vibed with. It was our first time performing um, that stuff ever. So and we had a lot of technical difficulties. One guitar didn't work, you know, this and that. And we just we we just had a blast. Like we just vibed together, me and Mickey on stage. We just had a blast. And Ursa, we had Ursa on drums, you know, we had Danger on drums. And we never played with him. He didn't rehearse with us. But we're like, you know what? Let's just vibe this and enjoy it. And it was beautiful experience, man. I had so much fun that night. Um, playing with Spism, doing doing my, you know, doing our thing, my thing, um, and just man, connections, bro. That's what it's all about. It was a beautiful night. I wanted to paint the picture for Novak a bit because, like, I was expecting some 
gruff, like hungry ass wow. MC ready to park out there like DMX. And then like Paradox, my first time meeting him in person at the Livewire show, he showed a whole different side and layer to himself. And yeah, to his point, like he was in some acoustic jams. Um, yeah, I think y'all did like a Lady A cover, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, we did. Well, we did um, of monsters and men. That's what it was. was Yeah, yeah. And like you know, I knew it would be the last thing expected because like my first thought was, of course, like I'm gonna get up there and I'm gonna rap. I'm gonna come hard and I'm just gonna spit (laughs) like you know three tracks, just bump the shit and just let me go. But I'm like, you know what? That's totally what's expected. I'm like, and I can do that. That's easy. I'm like, but this is a challenge. And it's like showing that, like, you don't know what to expect from me. You can't put me in a box. I am a musician. I'm not just a fierce ass. I'm not just like coming to like rap hard. I'm not just coming with like, like it's the whole multidimensional thing with me, bro. Like music is music. And I just, I love collaboration. I love the unity of it and i was feeling it that night and like you know you, you i want to get on that collab with you you send me the beats and whatnot uh, man you know it's just about time for me time management right now and um i'm dealing with some physical shit like i am disabled so that's why i've been through some i've been through hell um i'm going in for some mris you're gonna put me under anesthesia literally for my whole skull the back of my neck my jaw my neck so it affects my vocals Cause literally like they think they're like be herniations and uh, spinal cord damage. So, um, she could get ill, but like, man, like I'm blessed. So I've been able to do this. God keeps allowing me to do, um, what I, what it seems to be extremely satisfying, fulfilling and positive in my life. So I'm grateful for all of it. And, um, you know, whatever has to happen. If I have to have another surgery, I, I just don't want it to happen because it's on my, it's up on my skull on my jaw and shit. Like they did surgery on top, took my teeth out. So like, boom. And then I can, so like I'm going through some, some shit. And I, as a, I'm seeing a singer, it's like mouth is important dog. I'm like, so everything changed and shit, but it's like, you know what? I roll with the punches and it seemed like everything's just working out, man. I just keep it real dog. Like, you know, mm-hmm. keep it real and pray for the best, bro, and just express express the truth. You know, that's what I'm about as an MC. Paradox for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. It's cool. You all even peeped up on me. You know, like yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I wanted to dive in a little bit to that repent song because I think you okay. kind of repeat a couple times that you've experienced death more than once or something along those lines so it's like i'm not sure if that's like you're talking about the surgery you just mentioned or just you being homeless or just like when i first met you you even said like um you're telling me like your your surgery and your your back issue and whatnot so like yeah but it's it's, it's metaphorical about that literal metaphorical and literal like um i literally did die had a near-death experience it actually um you know where i was dead and i i watch them you know cut, slice my eye it was gonna pop out of my skull i watched him slice it from not in my body i was out of my body you know what i'm saying like i was <laughs> but i couldn't you know i came back um but and also like this ego death thing like i experienced a serious ego death like i had to die in a certain way because um <laughs> when i broke my back like at that point by that point i was 26 when i broke my spine by that point, though, I had manifested a lot of my dream. Like I had 
um, I was like new metal. Like I grew up, I came up on like, you know, uh, Slick Rick, Run DMC, mm-hmm. Dougie Fresh, but also like, you know, Misfits, Slayer, Metallica, you know. Uh, so like I was like, I, I was like on that new metal press back in like the late 90s, you know, I used to play with like Mudvayne, Disturbed, um, you know, the, like literally like um, sold out my 23rd birthday at my band Ill Root. We sold out House of Blues, you know, over 2,000 mm-hmm. people, you know. So, like, I was manifesting well. I, know I broke my spine, and then, um, man, I experienced some shit in life that I never thought I'd experience, you know what I'm saying? And um, it humbles, and I experienced some deaths, man, some things that had to die about me uh, more than once, you know, so that I could be the man I am now, uh, a man with a purpose, you know what I'm saying? a man that can speak clearly truth and uh, testify. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. More than once I experienced death. Many times this world has robbed me of my breath, choosing the way till there's almost nothing left. There's power <laughs> in my thoughts and words manifest. God bless this holy mess. Like shit's always fucked up, right? But my ideas, my thoughts, they keep coming. They keep me rising up, right? They keep me aiming towards the light, towards the positivity. So, like, that's the whole thing. The world will kill you, right, in many ways. And sometimes you have to die so that you can really live. That's the paradox. You know, uh, you, that. if you want to get it all, you got to give it all, bro. <laughs> Sorry, truth, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just going to add, like, I'm, I'm trying to, like, put this puzzle together in my mind because I remember, well, shout out to Urso, first of all, right? So Urso backed you up on drums. At the yeah, show, yeah. I know Urso from way back because he used to do drums with me and Crave in Third Islander days. But when yeah, you just yeah. mentioned Ill Root, I Ill thought Root, I yeah. saw y'all perform at some point, like way back. House of Blues. Yes, we had a full production. I remember. Yeah, she was. I mean, it was a big deal, and like I rode through it. In, I started with Ill Root when I was nineteen. I was either old enough to be in the bars we were playing. But I get in for the show, they make me leave, you know, in and out, you know. And then, you know, we had Sean Duffy, who's big time management, you know, like was interested. So he started booking shows for us, managing us, um, last rights, um, you know. And like in my head, I was like, okay, like I go to the show at the Metro. I see Farside or whatever, right? I'm like, oh, I can be, I can be up there. Like I won't be up there, right? Like a month later, I'm up there somehow, you know what I'm saying? Like it just, and it happened with Ilru, you know? And then I go to like House of Blues and who did I see? I saw like Ronnie Sides. I was some, 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 I saw uh, three, I don't know who I saw, the 311 or something. And I was like, man, I love this venue. Like I got to rock here. Like I can see myself, you know? And uh, like three months later, I was headlining that motherfucker. You know what I mean? And oh, I'm sorry, can, can I not swear? Oh, you, no, you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, sorry i don't know little kids and stuff i want to be a good example i realize i'm an influence on the world and even if one person here is i'm influencing that one person you know what i mean you know that first that concert that was the that was that december concert at the metro to that about 2004 yeah four. yeah yeah exactly. i was i was there i was there that, that was <laughs> ill that show that show inspired me and that was like um Oh, no. Well, that was the last Farside show I was at there. But um, I'm going back to, I won't say 99. I, I remember that one. I, I was at, I was at the one. Metro 99. And um, 
that was I was like, man, I was like, this is all me. This is all, you know, I'm like, there ain't no reason why, like, we can't do this, you know? And we did it. And, um, but I don't want to get it on, like, because I like, but, you know, personal things happen. And when you get in a studio and then business gets involved and you got a producer who's like, I'm investing and you got people who are, um, things change than like it just me like being like yo i won't you know want to uh, play these places and do this and all of a sudden it's like a whole realm that i wasn't aware of which is like the business aspect of it that's what i'm le- trying to learn now uh through my partner you know because i know how to create music and i can but the business was like and then when i broke my back that was it so been a long been a long don't call it a comeback I've been here for years, you know what I'm saying? But um, I'm finally, now I'm at a place where, like, it's it's beautiful. I'm given another chance at my age to, like, man, to do something fresh. And I and I see it fresh, like, uh, like it's brand new every time. I'm like, I don't know, approach it like it's brand new every time. Like a child, you know, like, that mic is my friend. And I just want to, like, you know, I want to hear it, you know? I want to hear it. I want to feel it, you know? And I want others to feel it. Yo, I'm glad you went back to that memory because I'm I'm really trying to figure out when I experienced Illwood. I know I saw y'all perform way back in, and I'm trying to remember like I remember even having a CD too when y'all were like doing your show too. So it was like it was dope. Yeah, it's crazy, and that's it's cool that you remember that shit. Cause then Third Islanders as well. I remember y'all, you know, and like Urso was that time because like he ended up being the drummer um for the last half of Ilbu, you know because it started out you know the lineup changed you know and as we were in the studio it was like lineup had to change like but yet again because you know when you're doing when you know again when you have like somebody producing you and they're like you know i kind of up your you know making you make decisions like that you don't always want to make sometimes like things happen and like, you know, we didn't end up working out as a band, you know, we split up and it didn't end up finishing. And then I broke my back, but you know what though? Like, man, I wouldn't trade anything to not be right, right where I am right now. I have, man, it just feels good to be alive, man. Yo, so um, <laughs> say, say you brought up your partner just a moment ago. Say a word about her because that was the first time I met her, and I think that was her first time performing in years too, right? I think she came from like Kansas City or somewhere. I forget where she was from. Well, see, she's been playing music forever since she was a child. I mean, she did major things back in Kansas. Um, but like the thing is, is like she became a hairdresser over 21 years ago, 24 years ago, like, and she's amazing. Like to talk about artists of like hair, uh, like uh, esthetician, like the whole thing, like she is like unbelievable. And um, so she, she had her own business and all this, um, but she ended up having to close her business because she had also had had a fusion physical you know wasn't able to to be on her feet all day cutting hair and um at first she was like um you know really like she was not it was hard to get her to come out of her shell you know um but 
she told me right at the beginning when we first met that she played or that she used to play. And then one day I hear she picks up the guitar, she starts playing and she's freaking good. She's great, you know? And she's singing. I'm like, we're singing together and it's like magical. It's beautiful. And I'm like, shit, this is it. This is where we're meant to go with this. You know, I'm like, this is a whole, a whole new world. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's such a blessing, man. I'm so grateful for her and the gift that she brings and the, and the just best partner, like best friend, my lover. And now like, helping me find a, a new voice, you know, in music. And, and she's now um, come out of that shell, you know, and through all that, she was scared as hell getting on that stage that night. She was so nervous and she was like, but we just kept connected to each other and we just vibe, you know, and all these technical difficulties, one guitar didn't work, all like, like everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong. But we just, kept the vibe high we just had fun we just did it the best we could that's what we had with no sound check nothing set up and so you know what if we got through that and we had fun we got love and gave love and raised the vibe then we're good to go we're prepared for anything next you know what i'm saying like we're good it was beautiful it was magical and um with all yeah with everything with all the technical difficulties like i'm so proud of her how she just like rose to the occasion because that's what life's about you know that's all you can ever ask of a human you know it's like show up rise to the occasion and like it ain't always easy but man she she did a good great job and that was fucking really cool yeah i i loved her vibe y'all both rocked it it was amazing right. that you got her to go up on stage because it was a, it was great that you know she got the courage to do it so that was yeah and like that was, 20 that was years, nice to be a part of it Right on. Yeah. And it was fun. It was fun. Everybody that was there, including, yeah, it felt like really inclusive. Like everybody was yes. really um, having an experience together. That's, and that's what it's all about for us. And that's all we want just to share the love. Bro. That's what it is. So I'm, I'm a bit curious about your production. Cause like, I know some of the tracks that you got out there, I don't think it was on the, the Northbrook sessions, but like transmutation wave, for example, right? No vocals. And I'm like, is this cat producing? Because you just mentioned all the instruments that you parlay in. So, like, say right. word about on the production side that, you know, you're, you're part of the process of it all, so I guess. I, I expanded, you know. Um, I was strictly producing. North Processions was strictly uh, producing with uh, Samson I in Northbrook. Um, and then um, I had um, been dabbling myself with production and whatnot. Um, and of course, you know, uh, composition, musical composition, like originally when I was five years old, I started classical piano. By the time I was six and seven, I was giving classical concert as a piano until I was 11. Then I picked up guitar, then bass, drums. Um, I mean, I like just went all, you know, I've been mu music and classically trained in piano, but guitar and shit, I'm a self-taught, like mostly, you know, because um, it just expanded just like natural, you know. Uh, once you understand like on some like piano or guitar, it's pretty much like, except for your horns, that's some different shit. I can't do that. <laughs> but I do MIDI. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey man, that's how I add horns, <laughs> you know? And like pretty much. Um, so with transmutation waves, be honest with you and um, metaphysics, like those tracks, um, 
that's like focus. I have a focus right, and I have a little a little Mac. I have a little uh, what I'm what I'm on right now, which is my my iPod or iPad Pro. You know, mm-hmm. a focus right. I have um, you know just a little home recording um, setup. You know, so like all the shit that I've been releasing um, after Northbrook sessions. That hasn't come out under Paradox, but I've been releasing under Gnosis, but I haven't distributed. It's all been covers, you know, which we're doing our first original right now. Actually, it's in, in production while I was working on it. We were working on it earlier. Um, but, yeah, that, that's all been done on the iPad and the Focusrite um, at our home. Um, and I just, um, it's just, my, just me on, on GarageBand. On an mm-hmm. iPad, bro, for real, mm-hmm. and just making it sound beautiful. Where I'm like, man, I just want to share these instrumentals because, like, I go there. Like, I've always had that. Like, I've always made beats, and then you know, I used to program. I had two two samplers, guys. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm as much hip hop as I am acoustic. Like, I'm as much electronic as you know. Like, like I encompass all of it. So, like, I have a need to create from all of it. So I guess that was me going into like that more electronic um, realm of music. And um, I felt like it didn't need the vocals. And I just wanted to put it out because I just thought they were dope. And I was like, somebody tripping on some shrooms and love this shit or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, somebody's going to vibe on this in the right mindset, you know? And cool <laughs> it's fun man i just love to create man let's create all all styles you know whatever spirit inspires me you know <laughs> what's the one track you got right now that summarizes your journey what's that one song that you put on no matter what it's you yeah no i definitely would have to say um you know repent Repent is like my, it's my, like my anthem. Um, like I'm constantly, I constantly have to be like, like, I, like I said, I have to, I've had to become reborn, not in a religious sense, but in a true spiritual sense, you know, um, many times and uh, change my mind, change my ways. You know, I've had to do that over and over again. Um, and the hardest self-work, you know, mastery, like, in order to get from where I was at to the life I have now, um, the odds are like not with you. <laughs> you know, if you've been, you know, um, to the depths of, of like depths of despair, bro, you know, but like I'm testimony and shit, anything's possible, like, you know, but uh, you got to change and then, then then life changes for you. You can't, can't wait for things to change. You got to be the change, you know, and, um, repent, I think definitely is like that. It's like that it represents that, but also it's like that message of like, yo, we got to stand up and like be our own saviors. Like we can't be waiting on like just for a corrupt, broken system that controls our lives and everything to, to change. And we can't, you know, we can't expect like, you know, um, like, like I'm, I'm a, uh, I was born from Holocaust survivors. My grandparents survived Hitler. You know, they were the only two. Like my grandmother's baby was taken ripped from her arms and burned in front of her in an oven. Like, and they, they raised me saying, like, no, if you see oppression, you see this kind of tyranny. Like, you don't sit there. You stand up. 
for humanity because this can happen, you know? And um, I see some shit right now that don't look good, you know what I'm saying? So I rap about it. And uh, I think that uh, empowerment um, is in that track. So I'm about that. So it kind of, I think, prepared really so far. I'm glad you brought up some of your uh, lineage because, like, um, you got some dope cover, the cover art for, like, Nothing Can Stop Me and Transmutation with the Baha'i Temple. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think when I saw you in person, you were, like, saying, like, um, just kicking back and, you know, letting loose, hanging out in that area. But I didn't realize it goes deep with you as well, with, you know, that that type of of background. Yeah, I'm I'm extremely spiritual, and I was raised, you know, I was raised in the Jewish faith. And then like, I learned a lot from like all the ascended masters, like ancient wisdom, like forbidden esoteric knowledge that like, because I always questioned, um, I was at questions in my religious faith, you know, that never had good answers. So, you know, where I found the answers to everything, you know, where I found God, you know, right in my, right in here, in you, when I look at you in your heart, <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's Jesus, there's God right there, alive, right, right in, you know, and um, so, like, spirit's important to me, but, like, people think that I'm, like, religious and shit, but, like, I'm not at all, <laughs> I'm totally very spiritual, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but, yeah, no, no, I don't know, I'm not representing um, anyway. I think there's there's truth in all of it, but the whole picture is is not there. The whole story is not there. It's inside us all. It's up to us to find it. That's the journey, and that's what I'm trying to. Uh, that's what I'm trying to embody. You know, and carry forward and document the journey through through you know music. <laughs> I love it, bro. I'm blessed, man. I, it's, it's a gift, bro. To give to be able to sit here and just talk to y'all about it. And like it's a trip, dude. It's a trip. Life's cool, man. Life's good. <laughs> Thanks for having me, y'all. Awesome, yeah, it's never a dull moment in life, man. You think you figured it out, it mutates and turns into something else. And you're like, that's, wow. That's what life is. Everything trans, trans yeah. Transmutation mm-hmm. is like being able to, you know, um take take and work the change because because the change is is happening right always it's all energy so if you realize you know it has to be moved it can't be destroyed it can't be created so like then that's where the frequency manipulation comes in it's about my own frequency you know keeping it high you know it's not about any manipulation of anything outside because the universe is inside me it starts in here right so if I can keep myself vibrating at a vibration of love, unconditional, you know, compassion and truth, and um, try to represent that clearly in in my music and and what the, whatever my, you know whatever grows into with whoever I get to get the pleasure to to work with, you know. Yeah. So so we usually don't have. Um a dog segment, but when the, we had MC Crave on the last episode, he was talking about, he named his dog Fife and his dog passed away. Oh, like a family dog. dog. Yo. Yeah. And, um, yeah. his fam, um, his cousin, Iowa Rockwell had a dog, uh, can't call magic. I think after magic Johnson, but what, yeah. um, <laughs> did you ever get a new, uh, did you have a new dog? Cause I think when I saw you, you know like what? Gandalf passed, right? Yeah. It's been really, really, um, hard, bro. Like, um, 
emotionally, the whole family, you know, um, like every day, like, I mean, I'm a man, dude, but like, I ain't scared to say just about every day I cry, I cry still, bro. Like, um, and we were going to get a new pup um, at the beginning of the month, you know, but I live on disability and we are bed broke. I bought us a new bed. I had to get us, I had to get us, okay, you know, I had to get us what I needed and um, didn't have enough left to get a new baby, a new puppy. Um, but like they got a deal coming up where it's like a hundred bucks to adopt one, you know? So like, I'm just like, all right, you know what? Um, it's going to happen. I believe in divine timing, you know, uh, but no, not yet. But man, I need one. I need a new baby. I need a new puppy. I, I don't know. You see my posts. I, I mean, my whole world, that dog was my whole world. Dude, that was my baby. They were like, I miss him like crazy every day, bro. And they're like kids, man. I mean, yeah. I, I went through that. My boxer passed away, man. I was like, I'm in, I'm in the vet, man. And, you know, everybody looking around me and they're like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, man, I got to put the dog down. And it's, it's crazy when it hurts, man. Yeah. You don't give you any option. <laughs> no, no, you have mm -hmm. to do it at that point. And mm -hmm. that goodbye, bro, make me emotional. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, it doesn't matter how prepared you think you are man. you are not and then and then you're right there and you're saying goodbye and i'm saying goodbye and his eyes are closing dog and i'm like and my best friend in the world is now exiting the world you know this world mm -hmm. like um it's it's for me i've lost loss is like a lesson i know my soul uh signed up to experience a major mm -hmm. loss like i've lost I mean, you know, my parents, my grand, I mean, every, I've lost a lot, uh, a lot of people. And, um, but with dogs, a few animals, it seems like really it's been the hardest with, um, with a couple of the dogs, man. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. um, hit me harder than people, man. I know it might sound fucked up to say, but it's like harder to cope with the loss of a dog sometimes and like certain people. Cause they just like are that support, that unconditional love, and they're they're constantly there. You come home, they greet you, you're happy, and then all of a sudden you're coming home and you're not getting greeted with that love. You're not getting greeted with that amazing energy of like, oh, daddy, you're home. I miss you. Let me give you a little kiss. Oh my god! And it's like all of a sudden you come home. It's like, oh yeah, I'm home. Shit, I miss that. I miss that little me home, man. No, it's cold. It's cold when you first come home, man. It's real cold. You, you come in the house, you're like, you're waiting for something to happen. You know, we went through it with the, the boxers and our cat lived to 20 years old. Mm, wow. It's a long time. I've had cats that lived to be up into their 20s because my whole life growing mm -hmm. up, my mom, my mom was, a, well, you know, she would bring animals home like all the time. Oh, you know, and just bring, she'd find an animal, she'd bring that bring it home oh we got a new cat we got a new cat, we got a new cat. <laughs> it was like we had some cats that like lived to be like one cat her name was fluffy she was a persian wife she lived to be like 26 bro i ain't playing with you she's like right. 26 so yeah and uh you know she was there most of my life <laughs> it's crazy you know it's like dang cat you should be you're like a mummy right now <laughs> well, i'm afraid that's you know, why i'm afraid to get another cat because i you know another that cat outlived us another 20 years of the cat you know? <laughs> like, yeah, you know, right. I don't know how much time I got, man. I, I could do a dog though for sure. Yeah, and I need yeah, to. I and I want, yo, you know, I maybe I I do like one of those like um 
you know, just see like who, who's, who needs a, you know, save a pet, you know, like I'll, you know, like I'm here, I'm here to save a dog. I'm here to save two, three. Yeah. Like, you know, like, nah, but that's what I do. Like one part in the future, like I want to be like animal rescue, you know, and like be like seriously rescuing animals and have like also outreach, you know, homeless, help the homeless mm-hmm. and shit. Like basically whatever abundance I make off this, man, I want, I want to, I want to help others bro. Yeah, that was the through line I was going to bring up because we did discuss DMX in a previous episode. And I know that he <laughs> also was homeless for quite some time and he has like an unabashed love for dogs, obviously. So and that's a trip to legend DMX, man, because me and him, dude, we actually used to at, at Connolly's in, in Phoenix. It's a bar, karaoke. We used to do karaoke together, bro. And I mean, literally his sister, she go by New York. We used to freestyle rap out back all the time. After like a month or so, she's like, does my, do you rap, do, you know, does X-ray you rap, you know? And I was just like, no, you know, that's your next. She's like, no, it's Earl, my brother Earl. Like, you rap for Earl. I'm like, no, I'm intimidated. It's DMX, you know? <laughs> so anyway, she ended up calling him out to him. Got a rap, got a rap. And uh, we ended up like, um, ended up all of a sudden, this dude tried battling me when I was just going to rap for him. And we ended up battling and I, anything, things ended up good. He wanted to sign me. He was going to put me, he was like, I'm looking for, in his words, I'm looking for a crazy little white boy like you to put on my, right? You know? Put on my label. <laughs> and I was like, word. And it's crazy because Phoenix, dude, the, the police there, they just had it out for him so bad, bro. And the night that we were going to meet at Connolly's to look over and sign, dog, like he got arrested for just smoking a blunt, driving in this convertible to meet me. And they got him and took him right back to prison. So, and then he passed, you know, and I never seen him again and he's passed now. So, Actually, it makes me emotionally then crazy that you bring up X, bro, because he was about the dogs and he was a dope dog himself. He was a real, he was a real dog. He was fucking real. Earl, Earl was dope. <laughs> and rest in peace, Earl, man. Because I had a real relationship with him for a couple months and it was cool, man. <laughs> Sorry, I rambled. <laughs> I started talking. I got a million stories, bro. So, you know. Oh, I love that story. That's a story. That's a, that's a nice one. So what, what, um, what, what is it about your daughter that, that gets her curiosity with music? Cause you mentioned violins. Like, is there anything else that's kind of like freaking interest? You know, like for her, like she's always talking about bass, like upright bass. She's like, oh, give me an upright bass. I want to play upright bass and cello. Like she really loves strings, you know? Um, and our youngest one, Ruby, she's nine. And she was like, I want to play the flute. I'm like, no bands want a flute player. Like don't play flute. Like she's like, I want to play flute. But then we end up going to my boy's studio. She sits behind the drums, dog. She, and I sit behind the drums with her. Now she's like, I won't play drums. And I'm like, I told you, you want to kick some beats. Like, you want to do something dope. Like, you know, you can, you can go far being a good drummer, you know, but a flute player. I don't know. I don't mean to diss. Like, I love the flute. Like, flute loops. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, um, nah, yeah, they're, they're both, you know, but my, our daughter Raven, dude, on violin, she's very naturally inclined so like i've already put she's been on a couple tracks that are out on uh, i put them on facebook and on uh, they're actually on youtube as well where she is playing violin on these tracks and it's dope you know and then as soon as she's done recording her violin she's like can i go play zelda now <laughs> it's like yeah, it's all good, baby. Yes, thank you so much for you know giving us your blessing for freaking five minutes. You know what I mean? 
And then she runs off and plays Zelda and does whatever, you know. But um, she's very talented, yeah, and she's very sweet, and I'm blessed. Right, now, life is life is good like that for me right now, like it's never been. So I I just love the the jump story with with um your daughter because uh, <laughs> it's like it. you 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 need more female drums out there. I was just reading a story not long ago about like um how everyone wants to like discredit um Meg White for the White Stripes for like not being a dope ass drummer and saying that her drums are so basic and. What's kind of crazy was that, um, you know, she, I think she didn't really, you know, like, like the celebrity or like the limelight, which is fine. But I think, I think Jack White took her name. Like, I don't think he was Jack White before they got married. So that's how dope she was. That's how dope she was to him. I I heard the same thing that he had a whole huge, yeah. And when they got married, it was like a huge thing. He had a huge thing for her and took her name and a huge respect for her. And, um, well, yeah, and was like purpose, like, dude, and her drumming, dude, no matter what, she played solid enough for them to get so huge, dude. People want to diss on that. Let's see you, you know, let's see you hold the drums and get a band, a two person band as far as the White Stripes got. So, talking shit. It's easy to criticize, right? It's always easy to look and be like, oh, she wasn't good. She didn't do, she's obviously did good enough to um, achieve a certain level that we all know who the fuck we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, Jack White, dude, Jack White, he was just destined to go far beyond. You know what I mean? Like he had a lot more to give, like how I see, like, you know, um, a lot of artists, you know, are forever evolving and expanding. Like that's that's, I think, the point of just being here, you know, and art is reflection. My inside, you know, music is all it's just my fucking deepest expression. You know, I love it. Music makes the world go wild. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. And I think um, the last time I saw Jack White perform, he actually even had a female drummer at that time, too. I think he still obviously is. Um, There's a lot of good female drummers out there. Yeah. Uh, Lenny Kravitz, the one that plays Shirley Kravitz. I forgot her name. I'm not trying to be like, but um, you know, right, right. she is an incredible drummer. Like I saw her in a drumming documentary and she's like heavy duty, just badass. Like, and then it goes back to like female percussionists like Sheila E, right? Or Sheena, you know, yeah. uh, Sheena Easton. It's like back with Prince and like um, those days, like they, those women were playing drums. You know, they really were. They were playing some sick ass percussion. And I see online a lot of a lot of women since the pandemic are out like been playing drums. And I'm like, oh man, they're, they're coming. There, there, there's no difference. Don't matter if you're a guy or a girl. If you're a badass, you're a badass, and you're gonna, you're gonna shine. You know what I'm saying? So I see a lot of females shining now. You know, not an all around. I mean, it's, it goes in cycles. You think about it. I mean, you see, you see more women taking the lead in bands right now than ever. I mean, it wasn't, you know, sure. for a while there was nobody doing it. I mean, but, but that personality's back. You know, it's almost like if you think about the hate city, the Taylor Swift revolution. I mean, the fact mm-hmm. that <laughs> she sells mm-hmm. out three it's- nights in a row and messes up traffic going to and from the city. I might stop it. <laughs> really see people i have that desire now to bring that feet that that strong feminine back that strong female mm-hmm. back that's why it's amazing miracle i have mickey i have my partner but she is a strong female with the vocal with the music with the with you know and uh yeah that's right now i think it's about really you know 
uh, music embodying the power of the divine masculine as feminine and really um, there is no borders. I don't see, I don't see any boxes anymore, man. I don't see any, I don't see any, you know, I, I just see like endless possibilities. I see potential. I see potential everywhere, you know, and um, so much talent, man. And right here in shy dude going out, you know, and it's just like, wow. And uh, one night, you know, just have uh, experienced so many unique, ex extremely uh, charismatic and, uh, you know, man, just, per you know, artists, performers, dude, it's like, wow, you know, really pretty mind blowing, man. Just that one night alone, just having, you know, all the collaborative going on with Daywalkers, you know, and uh, Spism and, and with me, you know, man, that's just, just, that's what it's about. I mean, the energy was so high and so dope. Like if every show could be like that, that'd be it, man. People be coming out again and get a scene going, get something going again. That's, that's what I wanted. I want to get some love movement going, like Tribe Called Quest said, love movement. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Love movement going. And it'll just stop, like, stop hating the ego bullshit. Just support each other, love each other, be like, yo, put each other on, you know, which is what I see been happening. And that's what's been, like, satisfying to me. You know? Love it. Love it. I appreciate you shouting out the Daywalkers and Oh, yeah, dude, Jay Walker's dope. Man, Doc Watson, it's dope. You know, it's just been nothing but love with you, with everybody. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm I'm sort of running low on time, but I wasn't sure if there's any, like, final, final thoughts or final gems you wanted to share with us and share with the world. Man, I just appreciate, I appreciate this time to just, like, kind of you know scratch the surface a little bit i'm like you know what i'm doing what i'm about how you know we are connected you know and uh i just appreciate anybody who listened to me ramble about you know anything that um has any relevance and um you know just love your life man life is precious yo you know and keep creating if you're an artist yo do your shit, get it out there, right? Just do it, like, do it, express yourself, you know? And love, choose love over everything. <laughs> you know, if that's my last message, choose love over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, well, I, I'm definitely looking forward to anything, anything new that's coming out, anything you've got. Oh, there's, yeah. Break it up a little bit. I'm gonna reach back and out your stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. You break it. My up. bad. Uh, you break it up horrible. I'll let you close this out, Novak. My fault. No, no, I no want problem, love. No you got the Novak. No, I got you. I got you. I, yeah, I, yeah, Brad. Yeah, definitely. Want to thank you for coming on, man. You know, I like what you're doing, man. Definitely. You know. I'm gonna listen more to your music, man. And you know, I got I, more. I, yeah, I love your style, man. You know, definitely everything that you do in that situation. I do agree with you on that. Definitely everybody, definitely choose love. I definitely try to put somebody on. Cause yeah, there's yeah. so many dope people out there that people need to learn about. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, support. Don't support mm -hmm. once a motherfucker make, you know, mm -hmm. you know, grassroots because together 
Man, we're powerful, bro. But when everybody's like over here going like, nah, hating on, hating on you, and you're like, how is anybody benefiting off that? Like, I think it's we all just, you know, we all need to put each other on because we're all worth it. You know, saying, yeah, mad talent. And I shout out back out to Daywalkers, Spism. I appreciate appreciate all y'all, Novak, for your time, bro. Thank you for your interest, man. Thank you for your time listening and like talking to me, bro. I appreciate you. Man, thank you for the music, man. And uh definitely, yeah, check us out on uh Everywhere Podcast at you know, check us out on Apple Music, YouTube, everywhere podcasts are located. All right, right peace. On. Yeah, peace and love, brother. One love. Dreaming of some Peace, God. I'm feeling kind of lonesome. Oh, tonight, this vibe is out of size. I'm dancing on the gold stage. Light them up, bring them out. Tears exchange. This place is on a rage. Dreaming of some new bombs. Cause I'm feeling kind of lonesome. Oh, this vibe is out of sight Yeah!